Welcome to It All Starts With You podcast, where young, health-centered people come to get fired up to learn the tips, tricks, and health hacks of what it takes to level up your performance. I'm your host, Michael Sack, and each week I'll be bringing you the most incredible people to share their story and knowledge in order to help you take your health to the next level. Okay, so today on the show we have Jesse McJanet. That's it. Who it all starts with you. Thanks, bro. So for those that don't know who you are, why don't you give us a little bit of a background or what you do, who you are? Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I work at Base Training Center uh, at the moment. Um, I'm a personal trainer there. I run the strength and conditioning and the HIIT classes as well. I've been a trainer now for about seven years. I started at Anytime Fitness when I was in like year 10, got my cert three, so forth through there. I started Primal Fitness, that's my business name now about five years ago and that was really to try to like reconnect with it all I felt like I'd been told what I had to do in the gym and it was more like a bodybuilding split and I didn't like that so I wanted to like reconnect with like human movement human lifestyle that how we're designed to move and then that's just snowball from there um, which is really really good I'm about 90 percent through a nutrition bachelor at uni as well I have finished a sports uh, nutrition course Feeling, feeling really confident now with my nutrition stuff. So I'm really enjoying that. It really complements all the exercising that I've been doing with my clients. What is primal fitness? So what is human movement? Yeah, for sure. You? Yeah, yeah. So I, I kept getting injured myself. Like I was, I was doing bodybuilding stuff and I just, I was sick of being told I had to do back squat, deadlift, bench press every single week. And that's just the way it is. So I, I really just wanted to find which way my body can move because I didn't feel like I could move well. I, I could lift some heavy weight, but I, I wasn't moving well. So I really wanted to get my balance up. I wanted to not get injured in particular. That was a big thing. And I just felt like not going into particular ranges wasn't helping me there. So I did a I did a few courses. I did a range of strength course and the knees over toe program as well. Just to really get me into some long range movements that as humans we're designed to go into, but we don't from the lifestyle we live now. And that's when we get injured. So that was a big part of just reconnecting with my body was to be able to get into those long ranges uh, without hurting myself. And then it was just like lifting a barbell isn't very functional, you know, like there's so many better exercises you could be doing. Like I do a lot of kettlebells now, a lot of landmines, a lot of mace work, all that sort of stuff that it like, you can't just lift up a barbell all the time. You know, like you're out in the real world. There's, like you're strong right in front of you, not out in front or anything like that. So just being able to move in my body made me feel more primal. And then like, then to go on to the nutrition sort of stuff as well, like I've really gone deep into the primal type of eating. I've, I've just cut out most of the bullshit that we've invented. So I, I really try to question everything and just go pretty basic and just of human movement type of thing. What do you mean by primal eating? So I've cut out... Um, all grains from my diet, all seed oils from my diet, and all processed sugar. So they're like the the trifecta of what I've cut out of my diet. I for years, even even while I'm at uni, I was eating ridiculous amounts of grains a, a day, like ten plus pieces of toast. It was like easy done. So 
I just thought once I moved out of home, I was like, okay, it's time for me to learn how to cook. What, where do I, I was taking control of my life basically of how I, what I put into my body. And so I, I wanted to really get it right. And I just felt like I'd been the same sort of body composition for a long time. And even though I bought my training and stuff like that, it wasn't changing. And I thought as a sports nutritionist, I should be as fit as I can be and as lean as I could be. And it's actually been really awesome. It's not been hard on me at all cutting out those things because I feel great. So I did a heap of research into like hunter-gatherer types of living and what they evolved with and then what we've invented from there and then all the diseases that have come from that. So I really just wanted to connect with the basics of what we've evolved to eat. So I have meat, uh, organs, honey, fruit, um, and dairy. Like I have some raw dairy and it's pretty basic, but I really enjoy it. Uh, so I still get a heap of carbs from my fruit and my honey. Uh, so I feel fueled and training, but that was a, that was a big focus to me was to make sure my performance never dropped. I was, I was a vegetarian yeah, sorry, about six months ago. So it's How a big thing. How long ago? Six months yeah. ago. Yeah. So, cause in my uni degree, we're really taught to go plant-based. Um, and I didn't like that. I did it because I fell for the propaganda and they, they said pretty much, if you want to save the planet, you've got to stop eating meat. And they did a good job so of it. And it's pretty disgusting when that comes from a uni degree, but it's extremely biased. And what we've seen right across the board is uh, that when a uni lecturer comes into a course irrelevant of what it is, they're bringing in their biases onto that course, which are ultimately that it isn't education. And it's like, it's a contra it's controversial about uh, education is meant to be this uh, even a playing ground you're giving over information and what that person does with that information is up to them for sure and like it's even even more than just the lectures right it's like the studies that they're talking about are all funded by companies that shouldn't have a say in your health like the eat lancet report is the thing that convinced me to go vegetarian. And it was like the biggest nutrition study saying, this is how we can eat for the planet. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll do my part. Um, I'll stop eating meat. And then it was like that people that have funded, it was like Pepsi and Kellogg's and stuff like that. <laughs> they should never see my health. I'm just curious, how, how did you feel when you moved towards being a vegetarian? Now, I just want to premise this being that anyone that can function well on any kind of diet, as long as you're plugging the gaps in whichever means, there isn't a one size fits all. For sure. So how was your experience with that? I, so I didn't feel like I ever had a decline in performance or health. I, did, I, didn't, I didn't put it together at the time, but my teeth were actually cracking. So I don't think I was a good vegetarian. Wow. And I, okay. yeah, so like, I, I didn't put it together at the time, and then it's like, oh, it hasn't happened since. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna lock that in. Uh, I didn't feel a, a decline in performance, so I, I did it for all about six to eight months. So I felt good, but then I, once I came back to eating meat, I felt way better. Like I didn't, I didn't have a decline to start, but I definitely had an incline when I came back to eating meat. What was the incline like? The switch so from a veggie to to eating meat. Again? Yeah, so I started with. Just, uh, I got a client who had cows on her property that she would um, slaughter and then she gave me some meat because I really wanted it to be free range as much as possible. I wanted it to be good meat. Started there and then I started with organs and that that blew me away. That I, My jujitsu game in particular, I felt really powerful. 
how did you feel just going from free range and when did you add carbs or carbohydrates back into back into your game because carbohydrates it's like water it's at 80 percent of our intake it's how we get a lot of our energy whether it's whether it's short act, uh, short acting medium acting and then a longer acting carbs how like how was it reintroducing it back to back into your diet did you feel that, that there was any improvement so i like i said before right like i was very carb dominant um before i started this so mm. i even as vegetarian i was obviously a lot of pasta of carbs from there and then when i went to eating meat i was still just i was still eating uh grains at that time but then once i replaced the grains and i just upped my fruit intake because i love fruit I didn't see any decline in performance at all there. I feel great from just eating fruit. I do have like six serves a day at least. Like I have a lot of fruit and I have a, a fair bit of honey too. But I, I feel great from that amount of carbs. It's roughly 200 to 250 grams per day of carbs that I'm having. That's really interesting. So moving back towards the the primal movements kettlebell landmines so all of that how do you think this, these particular movements have translated into your jiu-jitsu game for sure i feel really powerful just because they're, they're full body exercises like that so translate translates into jiu-jitsu i it's not like you just bench press someone right like it's more than one muscle group working at a time and just working in unison so that that feels really good but i also feel like my core strength my group strength all those types of uh, things really helped as well um and i feel like you get a higher intensity as well with those type of movements they're more functional type of movements and i feel way more stability in my shoulders which was an issue for a while there since I've added that in, I haven't had any injuries. So I'm feeling really good. Do you think that the introduction of your, of this primal eating and this training, it's, it's obviously complemented everything outside of the mats as well? For sure. How For so? Sure. How so? Sure. I, I really just feel like I've, I've the best I've ever been in food and, um, and exercising. So I feel like I'm recovering better because I'm having a crazy amount of protein a day. Um, I feel like I'm getting way leaner and I'm putting on more muscle, which is awesome. And like, that's not really, my goal is not to be putting on more muscle at the moment. Like it's awesome, but I really just wanted to be strong and I'm feeling stronger every week. Like I'm hitting PBs nearly every week. Yeah, so it, it's all coming together really nicely and my performance is just going up. Are you doing, outside of this, uh, are you still deadlifting and squatting as well? Yeah, so I'm still doing a push-pull legs program Monday, Wednesday, Friday. But in that, I've, I've made adjustments to the type of training as well. So like all those compound lifts I'm doing with resistance bands. So just to change it up a bit and just to increase my power, and I'm loving it. Like, I, I can't think of a reason why you wouldn't use resistance bands on compound lifts, except if you wanted to take it easy one day. Yeah, that's really interesting because uh, I use, I tra- I'm training of this uh, one guy and I started him with uh, resistance bands and only 
recently have we moved more towards kettlebell stuff and that transition from one to the other has been incredible yeah but it was it was that initial shock that initial resistance that has been a game changer you don't necessarily need to be going into the gym it's going back to this bodybuilding-esque when I was bulking up the guy that was training me was getting me to do this bodybuilding so I was like I'm in the mindset of okay the program's in front of me I'm just going to do it for sure I was getting so bored I was like I'm oh yeah it it bores the it bores me and it's like all right there's some people that love it cool good for them but I was I was just bored shitless I I get bored very quickly yeah I I, I, for a while though I didn't even lift weights while I was still doing the bodybuilding stuff because I was so bored I was like I don't want to do this like and to not train, there's something wrong. It's not sustainable. So I'm constantly looking for something else to add in. And my clients love that. They love that I've always got something new to try out with them. And I dive deep. So it's like resistance bands. I'll dive deep into it, find what I like, and then I integrate it into all my programs with my clients too. And when you get a client, are you not promoting it, but are you like a voicing a more like more interested towards primarily eating like what you're doing or are you matching your nutrition and knowledge to what they're after? Yeah, for sure. So I definitely push for the similar way of eating that I have because it's really working for me and I love that. But I will adapt it to any way that they need it to because I understand not everyone wants to eat organs, you know? I try to, I try to get them, but if they don't, that's okay. If they want to have grains, they can have grains. There's no dramas. It's just, I like to tell them why I'm doing what I'm doing. And if they don't want to do that, that's fine. Well, that's totally cool. And I think with us being coaches and not personal trainers, it's different. For sure. Us being coaches, we need to match our knowledge to their goals because they're like they don't care like they don't care about us they care about themselves and their goals and it's like sure. yeah, it's a harsh reality but it's like fuck that's just how it is Mate, <laughs> <laughs> right, this is uh, this is a fantastic you talked about stability how has when it comes to stability and day-to-day living how has your training and your nutrition been able to complement your overall stability? For sure. So like I said, I, I used to have a few shoulder injuries um, and that would be enough for me to be scared of doing some type of movements, especially just day-to-day living, like lifting things above my head or any yard work or anything like that, I would be scared. But since adding in particular kettlebells and like I love the Turkish get-ups and stuff like that, they feel super, super strong. So I haven't had an injury, let's keep it that way, in over a few years now. So I've been feeling really, really good with that. And just being comfortable in your body is like, you can't stress that enough. It's like you feel strong, you're not feeling weak, you don't feel like you're going to break. And that's a complete mindset change for many people, which it feels awesome. It gives you a whole new level of confidence. And with my food, like I just feel like I have a good stability with that. Like I know what I need to eat and... I feel that it's fueling me up to be as strong as I can be. 
overall the strength is so important especially for especially as we age and we get into our 50s 60s and 70s we need that stability and we need that strength to really allow us to live a wholesome and beautiful life really yeah. For sure. Like longevity is a big focus for me. I'm, I'm only young. I'm only 24, but um, I want to move like this when I'm 70, you know, like that's a big focus to me. I don't want to ruin my body because I feel like as, as soon as you lose movement, you lose quality of life. And I want to just move forever. Like, what do you, what do you mean by longevity? So I'm, I've done a bit of research into just like what movements are going to increase longevity. So like dead hangs and grip strength and stuff like that. Um, that not only does your grip, but does your shoulders. It's uh, amazing. I do a lot of knee stuff as well, because like, how many people do you know that got shocking knees? You know, so knees all the, toes, yeah, yeah, exactly. So all the programs I've I've got is like long range and just keeping all the joints healthy. I feel like that alone will increase longevity. Like I've got clients that when I first saw them, they couldn't they couldn't walk up the stairs, and now they're doing like thirty inch box jumps. So already you can see the difference there and they were ready to accept that was how they were going to die. Like they were going to be pain all the time, can't move. And now they've seen that you can change that. And I love that so much. When you were going into the knees of a toe program, what was your initial thinking? Cause he's like, he's got some, his program is amazing. I've implemented it into my program for like a, rehab purposes and all that kind of stuff but what, what was your thinking going in and what was your thinking going out of the program yeah so i was amazed with it was completely different than what you've been taught right like your knees over toe you, you never do that um so already i love that because it was questioning just the basic shit that we've been taught um so i was sold pretty quickly on it and i i jumped in the program pretty hard so i i did the three days a week that he was suggesting um, and I did that for a while and I, I felt really good. Like I had not had knee problems, but I definitely neglected leg training for a while. So that was a complete mind shift for me as well. I really started putting an emphasis onto my foundation and I loved all of that. I did most of these programs. I, I got to like uh, the end of the second one. So I was, I was feeling really good with it, but then I felt like I didn't need to be paying him anymore. I've got the program so I can work on myself and integrate it into, I just do one leg session a week now that I focus on all. And it's pretty much like every one of my favorite movements that he had that I felt the most benefit into one day. So I felt like I could take away something and I didn't feel like I need to keep paying. That's fantastic. Uh, like being pain-free is so amazing. Moving it towards a longevity. Do you think eating a primal is I was like, do you think that you can do this for longer extended periods of time? And why do you think that? Yeah. So every other time I've tried to just calorie restrict or anything, I have cheated very quickly. Like, I don't even know if I made it to the end of the week. Like I would go, Oh, I just need to have that little sweet or something, you know, but the way I'm eating now, I am so happy with, like I, don't feel like I'm dieting. I just feel like I'm eating the way I'm supposed to eat. So like, I still have pancakes every day. So I make that work. I just have it with coconut flour, banana and eggs, and I, and I have some honey to top it up with some fruit. So like, I'm having pancakes every day. So it's like, you don't need to cheat because you have pancakes, you know? So, and then I'm having all my meat and I feel super full because protein satiates you. 
I don't think I will stop eating like this. I am very content and I'm feeling very strong. So what about your clients? My clients, so I've got a few clients that have just started nutrition coaching with me and they're loving. They they are really happy with it. There's a few that um, are like half-half with it. I'm just focusing on increasing their protein um, if they're not about the whole primal lifestyle. But it's like just getting more protein to get that thermic effect to lose more weight um, and build more muscle. So they're happy with, being allowed to eat red meat because they didn't think they could eat red meat uh, which is crazy but they're happy that they can have good solid meals with high in fat and not be putting on fat or scared to be putting on fat more like i I, i'm curious have you worked with any vegetarian or vegan clients and how were you able to adapt to their eating towards your style of training so I, I haven't worked with any since I've come off being vegetarian. Mm-hmm. I did when I was vegetarian. I had a few that I was working with, um, but I'm not currently working with anyone that is vegetarian. I have my brother who is vegetarian. I've told him how I'm eating and he's convinced that like, he's ready to make the change to come back to meat as well because it's mm-hmm. he thinks it makes sense as well. And um, just as an evolutionary type of diet, we are designed to eat these types of things. That's really interesting. What were you telling him? What were you saying? Or was it more that he was just watching you and seeing how you move and seeing how you improve? So I read a heap of books and a heap of studies. And I would just send screenshots or highlights or anything like that to him. And it would just blow me away. It was like I felt responsible to tell him because I didn't feel like his health was optimal. It's like, I love you, man. You've got to you've got to try something different try you got to give this a go i'm not trying to force you to change but i don't feel like it's i'm not doing my duty as a brother to if i just let you go eating like this you know so i i, I just constantly am studying like i whenever i can i get my laptop have a look at some studies i read a heap of books and a heap of podcasts and just see and then i just share it which books and which podcasts are you uh yes. to? so i started with deep nutrition i don't remember her name she um she's a doctor dr kate something she her main thing was no seed oils and no sugar and that was a seller for me like the way she put it out i was like yeah that makes sense i really like it we definitely have not evolved eating these things so i would like to try without and then I ran onto Paul Saladino's Carnival Code book, and that was yeah. really, really good. And I liked his style of it because you're still able to eat fruit. There was no way I could ever stop eating fruit. So I'm like, okay, cool. Give that go. And his podcast is phenomenal. I don't know if you've listened to it. I've heard um, of him a bunch of times. Yeah. Yeah. You should definitely listen to some of his podcasts because it's like he like he's a he's a proper doctor, you know. So it's he's he's giving good, good information. It takes a bit, you gotta you gotta be really focused in on his podcast. You can't just like zone out on it, but it is phenomenal. And then uh, I've just read a few other like evolutionary, like hunter-gatherer books and type of things like that, just to know exactly what we've evolved eating and when it changed and then like when did the problem start to happen. It's really interesting. I love hearing other people's points of views, seeing that whatever they're doing is working and it breathes a sigh of relief that if someone is looking for something different and they hear this podcast and then they see you or that you're thriving and you're moving well and there's a you can do this for an extended period of time maybe it's a fit for them for sure it's worth a shot 
you know like i feel phenomenal so it's like i would love everyone to give it a go if it doesn't work it doesn't work you know we can find something else but it's yeah. definitely worth a shot that's fantastic and mate i really appreciate you jumping on and giving us all these beautiful nuggets and uh, like a different perspective just a different perspective of how to move how, how to eat i'm personally moving more towards back kettlebell training and i'm i'm loving it i i'm really really i'm really enjoying it and it's i definitely see myself doing this for an extended period of time so yeah, i'm stoked yeah. <laughs> I, I love the kettlebell stuff man I, I just started doing all the tricks with them like i'm flipping them and stuff like that yeah they're fun oh. eh? yeah so much fun well, the, the Russians have gotten a few things right, and it's uh, this Eastern block of training. And it was like, you see people getting fucking bricks and swinging yeah. them as, they, as if they're kettlebells. And I'm like, well, you find yourself a big enough rock and you can oh, yeah. swing the shit out of that thing. And so, so. Have, have you um, read any of, uh, I can't say his last name, but Pavel Tats or something, the Russian. Pavel Tatsalin, I think. Yeah, oh, cool. I yeah. have it. Sorry, definitely, go on. Go, go, go. Definitely do it. He, um, he, one, of his, one of my favorite quotes from me, he had uh, an ad book and he said, if you can't see your ads, you're not doing enough kettlebell swings or you're too fat. <laughs> I love it so much. Is style training is it's really fascinating um joe rogan is very much into into his his kind of stuff um whenever cool. i whenever i injured myself funnily enough doing a lot of barbell back squats and that kind of stuff yeah, i really moved yeah. towards i moved towards back to kettlebell training i'm like i feel great afterwards i'm absolutely flogged after those kinds of training and you know what it you don't need to be doing it for a longer period of time i did i think i think i did about 20 to 30 minutes Perfect. yesterday and i felt great i was like yeah. i'm gonna well, be doing this <laughs> yeah, yeah in one of Pavel's books he, it's pretty much 20 minutes of training that's really what he goes it's it's 10 minutes of kettlebell swings 10 minutes of get-ups like that that's it and that wrecks you and I was like I love that type of training as well because anyone that comes flexing me, they're like, I've been in the gym for two or three hours. It's like, you're not working hard enough. Like, unless you're doing jujitsu, you've got no, no need to be in the gym that long. You know, like you just get in, get out, get your work done. Get off your phone, stop talking. You have no, you have no breath after the, after doing a kettlebell oh, no. training. So it's like, fuck this. I just want to get it over with. And that's yeah. that. <laughs> you were done real quick. Yeah, yeah, every um every Saturday I've been doing like a simulated hunt. So I'll fast for 24 hours. Okay. And then in the morning when I wake up, I'll go do a endurance run. So I do normally about 5K. Um, and then I'll go do a crazy functional session. So I'll do kettlebells, landmine, mace, farmer carries, like everything that really just hurts a lot. I do five rounds of that and then I go feast like a king. It's the best. So you want to eat from the night before you'll do all of that and then you'll eat afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whilst you're doing all, all of this, how do you feel about that? Fasting is amazing. It's been around for forever, for ages. But how do you feel whilst doing that? How do you know you're eating enough afterwards so that you're actually filling up all your food banks again? Yeah, for sure. So 
I, I really like the concept because I, I really wanted to try fasting, but I didn't, I couldn't find it work with um, training and training clients. So like none of, none of the, like the 16, eight or anything like that would work for me. So I wanted to just try the 24 hour, one day a week where I, I, I'm not working. I can make it work. The first day is a little, little, how you going? And then when I wake up and I start training, I've actually got a heap of energy. So that feels really good, but it also means that I can have about 4,000 calories every day while I'm training throughout the week since I'm missing out on a, a full day. So like that alone just gives me that extra bit of energy because I'm doing about three to five hours of training a day. So like getting those extra bit of calories in have been really helping me as well. I just tracked it once. So I know exactly like, like how many meals I should be having, what type of food, like, like I don't have that much variety in how much I'm eating at the moment. It's like, it's, it's pretty much eating meat and fruit, you know? So it's like, yeah. it, you just know how many meals you need to have. So I work that out and then I just do it every week and it's working. Amazing. I, I used to fast once every two weeks and I found when I was when I was doing those 24 hours, it's your body is going through these physiological changes. You're feeling of like you go up, you go down, and your body is going through autophagy and all the science that goes with that. But it's the day after. It's like sometimes you're going to have a really bad fast and it's a slog, or some days you're going to feel amazing. But the day afterwards, everything is on steroids. Oh, so yeah. that energy is through the roof. Your concentration is so much better. Food tastes fucking amazing oh, afterwards. My face, I feel like three meals ready to go. I'm ready. Oh, it's so good. I usually, I usually just do, um, I just have salt throughout the day while I'm fasting. I get rid of, rid of the, uh, like the stomach grumbles and just to keep my electrolytes up as well so I don't feel too yeah. flat. Yeah, um, I go to bed pretty early, so you know, <laughs> I can wake up and eat. It's a interesting how you adapt fasting into your day to day life. I did a thing called it was supported of fasting, it was enough to keep my blood sugar level up, but it wasn't enough to activate my my digestive system and that worked amazingly for me it's not a strict it's not strict to no food but it works amazingly yeah, awesome. for me awesome. if it works do it hey keep doing it yeah for sure i love that uh, this is brilliant and i really really appreciate your time i ask my guests a final question at the end of each episode if you were to go back to your 18-year-old self and give him 10 seconds of advice, what would it be? Stop eating bullshit, move more. Uh, um, you've thought about this for a long time, hey? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just think what would I want to teach my kid? And I, that's what I think everyone needs to know. You know, like it's just need to move more, stop eating shit. It's not that hard. Do you think you'll write a book on your experiences, your eating and all of that? I wouldn't rule it out. I've got no plans right now, but I would, if, if there's interest there for sure, I'd love to. Absolutely do it. I think it'll be fascinating and interesting for a lot of people, including yours truly. For sure, man. I appreciate this. Where can people find you? So on Instagram, primal.fit or primal.nutrition. I've just come out with a new grapple program as well. It's three days a week. I've just implemented eight years of trial and error into one. I've got videos to go with those exercises because they're, they're pretty different. You wouldn't have seen them before. Mm -hmm. uh, so if they want to improve their, their mat or even just a, 
anyone wanting to just improve agility, mobility, power, uh, they can grab that. It's like 60 bucks for the next two weeks. So love it. Jesse, thanks again, mate. Appreciate it. Absolute pleasure. All right. Bye, everybody. Really appreciate you listening to the episode. If you had a light bulb moment or that aha moment, it goes such a long way. If you could take 20 seconds and leave a five-star written review, screenshot the episode and share it to your stories and make sure you tag me for that shout out.